This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. games we will get you ready for your next sales opportunity are you looking to win the sales battle you have joined the right team here on the war games group we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you with our help you won't have to fail your way to the top when it comes to crossing the minefield of sales step in the footprints of those that crossed before you prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond it's time for war games to begin shall we play a game happy wednesday war gamers joe ingram your host i want to say thanks i've got some information for us today that's going to help you to sell something today I like that. So let me go ahead and grab some VIPs, throw them up on the screen with us. Let's see. We got Netta who's out and about driving around. We got Colonel in the house and Brian Galke. Welcome, Brian. So let me shrink them up, put them over where they're sitting. So, all right, everyone. I'm going to jump back and forth between a PowerPoint just because I wanted to make sure we got some things that I needed to show you with today's lesson. So, um, for those of you on the screen, how many of you have heard of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs where it starts to tell you what do human beings need and what is it that they're there? For those of you that have not heard about it, that's why I have my PowerPoint set up. Look at that. We got a good good afternoon, everyone. We'll still throw that out there to see who that is. That's Scott Ricard. Scott, jump over into... Uh, the uh, go over to what is it streamyard.com forward slash Facebook and give permission to use your face. So let me share over, share a screen, pulls up. All right, here we go. So now we've got a screen that should be there. Let me go ahead and make it big for everybody. So here is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So when I look at this and when you say, okay, Joe, what does that have to do with selling? Okay. I want to say, let's look and see. So there's Maslow over there on the left. But let's look and say, what is it that every human being is looking for? Okay. And what is it that they're trying to accomplish when they're, when they're actually sitting down and saying, I want to be a valued person. So what am I looking for? So you have to look at the physiological area of a human being. Okay. You're going to have to look at safety. So these are all things that they're saying to themselves, I need in order to feel better about me. And so I got to build safety with them and I got to have love and belonging and then esteem. And then it gets to the point of self-actualization. And you go, okay, Joe, that's great. What does all this have to do with anything? The same thing applies to you when you have a product you want to sell to somebody else. 
So if you have a product you're desiring to sell, which one of these areas is it that you're going to hit? Are you going to be looking at them and say, well, this is going to physically make your life better? Okay. So like, for example, since I'm sitting out here and my phone may pick it up, but um, if you use those little robots that are in your house that can turn your lights on and off, right? One of them has a name, sounds like Alexis. But uh, so if you look at that, when you do that, what is that doing for you? Is that helping your self-esteem? No, unless you have it pre-programmed to tell you how great you are, which I do. Okay. So mine tells me that everybody knows me, loves me, and what have you every day when I say good morning to it, right? And so does it help with your safety? It might help with safety. Your physiological area of your home, does it help you there? Yeah, it helps me to be more lazy. I don't have to walk around. When I had internet go out at my house, it was like, you serious? I have to walk over to a light switch and actually press the button to turn it back on? Okay, but these are all different areas that people are looking for to say, can you make me feel like a human being in all of these areas? And these are things we look for. And these are the stuff that go through your life to say, oh, if this is what's happening. So in your mind, that's what you're looking at is this hierarchy. Let me shrink this down a little bit. There you go. So when you're talking to a client, just in the general context of what it is you are trying to provide a solution for, okay, we've all heard this before, but I'm going to say it anyway, okay, understand that you shouldn't be selling, okay, you shouldn't be selling a product, you should be selling a solution to a problem you've identified. So sell the solution to the problem. Sometimes they don't even know they have the problem and you're going to have to go in and dig into it. But every solution has to come and touch base on, does it make something easier for me? So do you simplify what I'm currently doing? Will it save time over what I'm currently doing? Will it help me to organize who I am, reduce my risk with somebody that's going out there? Does it actually provide a better appeal to the people using it, right? And ultimately, are you reducing my effort? So if the basic values aren't met, okay, we're going to have to struggle by getting an emotional connection with somebody because a lot of times they don't even understand they have an issue that you're trying to get them to admit to. So if I have the issue and I understand that's what they're doing. Okay. Now those original needs that Maslow had put together and he said, here's all these, these five areas that you got to worry about. Well, because we're such complicated individuals today. Okay. We've actually changed that now. And now it's come up to there's 30 human needs. Okay, so that's insanity when you look and say there's 30, 30 different human needs now. So we'll make it a little bit bigger so that you guys can see this. But I'm going to jump in and look at just sitting down and looking at what is the functional ones. Okay, so when it comes to your functional needs, what are you looking for? Does it save me time? Does it simplify? Does it make me money? Does it reduce the risk? Does it help me organize? You guys can see all this. Does it help me connect people better? Does it reduce effort by myself or my staff? So all of these things that you're looking at are gonna tell you, this is what I'm selling to you. But if you look at this overall, this entire little pyramid as it goes through, and it's not a pyramid scheme, it's war games, okay? When you look at this, what is it going to be telling you? This is going to be the most entry-level way of selling them. This is the most basic way. So if you're coming down and I'm going to sell Jaime something and I'm going to turn around and go, but Jaime, do you understand? 
that this will help to organize your business. That's one piece. That's one piece of this thing, and that's a functional piece. The functional pieces, everything you see down in the green that you're saying, this is really important for my client and I gotta make sure I talk about it. All of these things can be switched to a different vendor just with a different sales pitch. It's nothing sticky. It's nothing that is going to be there. It's like everybody else who says, well, I don't care where I buy this from as long as I get it. And so if the if I can come in behind Jaime selling and say, look, man, I can help you reduce costs by another 2%, he could switch to me because it's a 2% savings. It's not going to be anything that's going to be sticky. It's very, it says functional, but it's transactional. What have you done for me lately kind of deal? So now I want to sit back and say, are we looking at the emotional side of things? So if we're going to look at the emotional side of things, and I'll just bump this up a little bit so we can see it better. You can tell Brian didn't just, Brian disagree with me. That's why he left. But when you look at this here, so does it reduce anxiety? Do I get a reward? Okay. Is it functionally for me? Is it better design and aesthetics doesn't hurt people as much? Does it make me more attractive? Okay. So if it makes you more attractive, is it attached to wellness or is there a badge? Okay. So stop and understand that there'll be people who buy online courses through Jaime, right? You buy an online course. Now, when you get a course, that course assigns badges to you. So as you complete something, it puts a little badge next to your name. That alone will get people to complete things. In this, in this actual Facebook group where you guys are watching um, live with me, there I, I turned on badges. So the person who comments a lot has a little icon next to them that says commenter. Okay, if they're, now if it wasn't private, we'd say share. You can share it out and it says, oh, I'm a sharer now. Okay, so, or am I an admin, a moderator, am I somebody? The badge adds emotion to it and shows you that, hey, I'm above someone else. And that will manage to get them to stick more with your product offering. But at the same time, let's say I could say, you know what, Jaime, I could actually show you a way to, in the functional side, reduce your cost. Okay, so I'm going to reduce your cost. And you know what that's going to provide for you, Jaime? It's going to help to reduce the anxiety every month when the, all the bills come in. So what am I going to do for you? I'm going to provide you a stress-free um, product that's going to actually cost you less. Would that be worth more value to you than something that just saves you money? It would. Okay, but my question to you is, is that does that mean that I now I'm going to keep you more as a customer. It could be, right? Because it's emotion. Emotions are going to change. But what I want you guys to stop and understand is that are you putting in the effort to understand what motivates your prospect? So when you're sitting down and looking at them, doing a little bit of research before you go in, stop and say to yourself, if I save them money, would it be enough? And what you have to understand is that saving people money is not the only reason somebody should shift to you is because that is so easy for somebody to lower their price to do it. Okay. So going through the other day, I was doing recruiting for one of my clients and they took a long time to send an, an offer back to a prospect. So when they did that, 
All right. I said, Ooh, ouch, you guys, you guys are taking too long. That prospect took the offer back to their current employer. And what did the current employer do? Did he have to beat it? No, he just had to match it. All he had to do was say, Hey, look, let me just match this for you. So he matched it. She stayed there, less hassle. She made more money because why? Because for her to stay there reduced her anxiety. She got her little badge of value with an increase in her price. Okay. And she appeared more attractive to the employer because they were now saying we're willing to pay you more money. They weren't willing before there was a courting offer. So understand you're walking into somebody who already has something. When I used to sell uh, customer relationship management software, I always said, I said, don't go into them and say, look, with my software, I can help you to sell one more product every month or two more products every month. And you say, I, I don't, I'm not going to change everything my staff does to sell two more products. There's going to be so much downtime when I convert over to your product base. There's going to be so much time that my staff has to get ramped up. So it's going to impact my business for three months. And if it impacts my business for three months, how does your two more products sold going to justify that expense? It's not, but you have to look at it. Now, one of the things I want you guys to understand is think about this badge of value. Okay. So this badge of value to say you are in a group, we all wear a badge of, Hey, we're war gamers. We're in war games. And because we're in war games, Jaime and I in another group as well, right? We're closers. And so when you look at that, we can wear a badge of honor to say we're part of something other than just that. So you can come here for, and say, I want to learn how to sell something more today. Cause Joe's going to take you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes to share with us something else, or he'll bring somebody else in. But the answer is, is that we're here because you have access to the people within the group. And that badge is exclusive. That's why it's been locked down to a private organization instead of an open one. Okay. That's why you got to pay to be sitting in the group. All of these things are done on purpose in order to get the value, the need, and the understanding so that you will pay attention to it. So let's jump over and now and let's say, let's go up to the, to the best level or the next level up, life-changing, okay? Can your product motivate somebody to do something? Can your product provide hope, self-actualization? Is it something that's very rare, like an heirloom? Affiliation and belonging. So now we're gonna take this badge of honor right? This badge of value. And we're going to move it up to say you're affiliating with or belonging to a group. Same thing goes right back to war games. It's exclusive. You're part of the, the group. You have a badge that says you're one of the top commenters. Okay. Facebook has put this all into place on purpose to do this. Instagram has the little badge at the top to say you're verified to try to separate you from somebody else. All of these things are put into place. Can you put that into your actual product demonstration to explain to somebody how you can add to them this value? And then the top one is self-transcendence, the social impact. So can you sit back and say that because of this, you're going to create an impact? So I'll jump out and explain to you, right? So 
I, I took all of this working with uh, two partners, Amy Lee and Lee. Looking at this, we sat down and said, how do we put together something that can get all of this 30 needs, okay, back into something? So we set up 167 Facebook groups nationwide, all broken down by major cities. Now, what, what did we do that for? We put it together because again, it's gonna help people to connect with other people, which is connections right here, okay? It's gonna help somebody with quality of life because they're city-based, which means you're gonna be around other people like you. So we're gonna go from social media to social meeting. Now, with that, we started with this in mind on how we're gonna to get to this point. So now we have people that are gonna be directors. We're gonna have executive directors. We're gonna have moderators, executive moderators, people within the group that are gonna help facilitate. And we're gonna provide all of the training and the knowledge and things on creating these groups and making it successful, right? Free to join. And I'm not doing a sales presentation. I'm telling you how we built this with the intention of hitting these things. So now we sat down and said, look, if Jaime in New Mexico, right? If Jaime's down there in New Mexico and he's sitting down, he says, this is what I can do. I'm an entrepreneur in my area. This is what I do. Can I connect with other entrepreneurs, right? A great client for client for Jaime is a real estate agent. He can do that. Now he's got his license too, so he's going to be doing that as well. But he it doesn't stop him from putting his camera, 3D camera virtual tour program in front of other realtors. But if he was in a community where somebody can go into this Facebook group and find people within their own geographic area that they can leverage things with. If I said, hey, Jaime, I'm gonna go put together a web page for you that can do this, this, and this, would you do this for me? All of a sudden that becomes value. So it gives you a connection. It'll help you to make money. You can barter back and forth, okay? It's gonna help you with your badge of honor being inside of this group, okay? And helping you to connect to other people. Now you become affiliates of that group. You become members, you belong to this organization. And now you realize the organization goes 167 cities large. So now all of a sudden you're in your one local area, but no, you're a piece of a bigger piece of a bigger piece. And that moves forward. So now that becomes belonging. Could it be life-changing if you were put into a group of people that were sitting there with you in your same area, which means you could say, hey, you know, it was great connecting with you in the group. Can we go grab coffee? What if we went to go grab coffee at a coffee house that was the owner was in the group too? And now we're facilitating this connection on a, on a deeper level, right? And putting it all together. But that just goes right back to the bottom of functional, moves up to emotional. You're meeting these people. You're putting it together. You're all in the same group at the life-changing area. And the emotional attachment is there. And then it becomes to social impact. What if more people knew who you were and could benefit from what you do? What if there was more of you to impact the world? Why don't we start in our own city, right? Grant Cardone says, dominate your area first, then move out. And so now I'm not saying you need to go be part of this organization because I'm not even mentioning the name. What I'm telling you is that in looking at the 30 human needs that are listed here, 
we said, how do we build something that can encompass all of this? So when I talk to people, I can say, well, what, what does it matter to you the most? What are you looking to do? I can take somebody who is a marginal influencer and put them into a group where they can truly influence. Okay. So we can all sit back and count how many followers we have on any, any one thing. When Instagram and Facebook shut down the other day, what happened to the world? Oh my God, let's all panic, right? Well, if that's your only source of income, but what if you knew everybody outside of that Facebook group and you were all local to each other? All of a sudden, you have the ability to create real impact and you can start in your own area first. And so I want you guys to sit back and look. So Ron Siegel's on here. He made it back in. He didn't lock the door. Okay, so Ron Siegel came back in. So if you stop and look, Ron Siegel does a radio show. Ron Siegel does a radio show to do what? To go right up here to the top to say, I want to create social impact. And he creates a following and he's going down the, cha the channel. So he's going to come down and say, oh my gosh, Ron Siegel... He's going to help you with mortgage. He knows a whole bunch of realtors. He knows everybody in this game space. So with Ron, okay, if you don't know him, you're going to love him, right? If you do know him, you won't. But so looking at it, you're going to come down and say, here, he's going to be, he's going to help you with the life change. He's going to help you with the emotional thing, right? If you sit down and say, I own a home, that's one hell of a badge of honor, okay? And if he says, look, I can save you time and save you money while doing that, and then you become somebody that's part of my organization. Isn't that amazing? So you don't have to start at the bottom and work your way up. But I want you to stop and ask yourself, based on your product offering, where does it naturally sit? And how do you expand on the level above to get them to that point? There's a whole bunch of people out there right now that get to go spend a whole bunch of money because they're an influencer. And people are giving them products so that they go put a YouTube video out on the product. Is that you? If it's not, how does it become you? Those individuals are, because they know everybody's gonna sit on their phone whether they're employed or not. So you didn't type it right, Ron, but I'm gonna put it up there. Look, 100% debt free, including your mortgage in nine years or less, okay? So then he put ESS, because he can't type. I told you guys, it's Ron but or less. So stop and look at the offering. So Ron's offering 100% debt free, including mortgage in nine years or less. So when you look at that, it goes, oh my goodness, that just saved you time on a 30 year mortgage. It just saved you money and all your interest and everything else that's coming up. That's going to do what? Reduce your anxiety because you're paid off and debt free in nine years. You're part of a very few select people that own all of their property. And if you own your own house free and clear, what kind of impact can you do with your income now if it wasn't going to a bank? All of these things get filled up. So, <laughs> and for the record, he's in finance, not spelling. He's not, he's not a grammar teacher that comes in. But looking at that, guys, that's what I want you to say. I want you to stop and look and see how can you take your stuff? Because all we typically do is sell in the functional. All we're doing is selling in the functional. Look, I can save you money or I can make you more money. You're not addressing the emotional part of it. And if you can't get to that emotional part, you're going to be stuck in a transactional. Well, whoever's cheaper gets my business. 
and that's going to go away. If you can get to the point of saying that you are part of an organization when you buy my product, then all of a sudden you get more. You can sell them more. You can actually get multiple products into somebody. But when you look at this, what are you doing? You're creating almost to the point of a cult kind of feeling. Everybody gets in, everybody takes care of everybody, and it's going to make everything that much better for all of us that are out there. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. So I'm hoping everybody got some value at it. If you want this little presentation, just send me a DM, say send it to me. Hi, Neil, send it to you anyway, right? But I put it together so that's something you can print off, look at. But I challenge you to go back through and check off all the little spots and see where is it that I tr truly sell from and how do I get it above and beyond? Because if you're going to build something, if you're going to sell a product, stop trying to make it functional. Get yourself into emotional and life-changing. Okay. Is it life-changing if your product can save 40 hours a month for a business owner? You just gave them back a week of their life. If all they did was spend time with their family, would that be life-changing for a lot of people? Probably would. So I challenge you to go through, find it out, and actually make some changes in how you present and how you work with people. But any questions, Jaime, since you lasted on the screen long enough? So. No, I, 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 I like that, but it's weird that there's 30 different different uh necessities now but with the internet it's true all those work right and if you can just find the ones yeah. that are in your niche it should make it easier to sell better for yourself right and you may never get to social impact right right with your product okay you're not creating social impact but could your product hit the first two levels so now i got them emotionally and functionally bought in because now what am I going to do? I'm going to crap all over my competitors that stay in the functional like most of us do. And it's all about who can get the skinniest deal. And Ron Siegel, you're absolutely right. This might be a great radio show. No, I'm okay with jumping on the radio. So You have a face for it. I do have a face for it. But Ron likes to go live in his own Facebook group. So then my face for radio is back on TV again. So, but... <laughs> All in all, uh, thanks, Jaime, for jumping on. Thanks for everybody else who was on that ended up dropping out. But uh, I want to say to everybody who's listening, thanks so much for spending your Wednesday with us. It's creeping up on 2.30. I like to be done in 30 minutes because you got a life. So if you timed your lunch right, then you still have 30 minutes to go eat. So, But looking at that, guys, go out there, match up the 30 human needs that have been revised from the five Okay, and go out there and see how your presentation could encompass more of the 30 and get as high as social impact for your clients. And then you'll have a client for life and you don't have to worry about that anymore. So I want to thanks, say thank you, everybody. And by all means, please go out and sell something. Thanks. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated. Wanna learn?